The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Trent talking tech. Good morning to you, Trent. How are you? Very well, thanks, Mitchell. Now, what's happening with Apple and these repair-it-yourself programs? I mean, they've been pretty much against it for a long time. This seems to be the latest saga or the latest chapter in the saga. Well, you might note if you've uh, been following the news both internationally and even in Australia, uh, right to repair has been a discussion that has been occurring, uh, you know, given the fact that there's a lot of companies who are very close to the idea of uh, being able to fix your own things or even, you know, troubleshoot your own things to some degree. And uh, the conversations have been had more extensively over in the US in the last 12 months. And I think, uh, you know, Apple's starting to flex to the, uh, you know, the demands from more consumers that people should be able to at least take a, a device into a repairer and be able to get parts uh, that they can, uh, I guess, either work on their own equipment or um, have a, a, a non-licensed repairer conduct the works and do it at a rate which is affordable for something that is quite simple. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of these companies out there and they find it hard to obtain the right parts for Apple devices and usually have to sell uh, you know, broken or old equipment as a means to be able to get the componentry because Apple just won't sell the tools to uh, end users or even these uh, repairers. So announcing last week, uh, Apple said they're starting a self-service repair which allows customers to comfortably complete their own repairs if they are of that nature or take it to a shop who might be able to assist them as well. And it starts in the US and it starts with the iPhone 12 and 13 lineups and then rolls into Mac computers featuring M1 chips as well. They're hoping to expand it, they say, throughout 2022 and it could be the beginning of uh, being able to have independent repairers who are knowledgeable enough to look at these devices to get the right sort of componentry to be able to repair the machines efficiently and, and not need to be challenged by, uh, you know, getting parts used to be able to fix what could be a perfectly good laptop with one burnt out chip in it. Now, in terms of Spotify, someone yesterday was talking about the new Adele album and they said you won't be able to go in and listen to the tracks that you want to. You'll just have to put it on and listen to side one or side A track one like you would with a, a record player and listen to the whole mm. album. So I immediately went in and checked and no, you can still jump ahead to tracks that you want to listen to, but I believe yes. they've taken out the shuffle feature. Is that right? They have taken out the shuffle feature from all new albums. Uh, many people are attributing Adele to this. She said it was the one want that she uh, wanted from digital streaming services uh, and people enjoying music on the platforms because she believes that, you know, the artist goes to a lot of trouble and, and the recording company as well to plan out an album and that... An album should be listened to from start to finish and not just shuffled around. So, uh, Apple, uh, Apple, Spotify took out the, um, the shuffle button from the albums and subsequently as well, uh, timed in with the rolling out of the lyrics feature to global users as well, which is available for both free, 
uh, and paid users as well. It uses a service called Music Match, uh, which can uh, provide a matching service and can give you some lyrics to sing along to your tunes you love on Spotify. But yeah, a few changes to the Spotify platform. Uh, in doubt, in part from uh, Adele uh, contributing to the the, the, the caper. Yeah, I know there'd be a lot of artists that would say, I wish I had as much influence as that, but uh, <laughs> she's made it happen. Look, to me, it doesn't make any sense. If you get a new album, I don't know why you would listen to it mm-hmm. on shuffle. It seems to make a lot more sense to listen to it in order. That's what I always do. Although I think if you don't pay for Spotify, mm-hmm. you still have to listen to it in shuffle. Is that right? Uh, that is potentially the case. Uh, I haven't actually uh, seen the full detail in relation to the free accounts. Uh, I think if I it's know, free, you don't uh, have a choice. Everything's got to be shuffled. Yeah. That's what you, you pay for the right to unshuffle, which is interesting, but that's the pricing model for you. Yeah, I know from my own personal experience, I'm, um, I'm on the premium platform just because, yeah, uh, yep. I guess, a number of, number of years ago, I found it was just easier to have a streaming system. I mean, you've got internet, you've got the songs you want. Um, Of course, that doesn't mean that I don't go out and support uh, artists through purchasing their music in full albums or even, you know, attending events and buying merchandise, which is um, really where the money is. Mm. Look, I uh, just think it's a no-brainer to pay for one of the streaming platforms because back in the day we used to go out and buy CDs for $20, $25 and now for less than that cost uh, you get access to all of those music libraries and you can listen to the music and as you say with the streaming of it now and mobile phones and you can get internet anywhere there's really no need to download it to the device anymore so that's the way I do it as well. Yeah, and it definitely encourages more people to listen to all sorts of artists. I mean, if if they put it on some sort of shuffle system and I guess they're not entering songs that they're interested in listening to, they'll come across all sorts of artists thanks to the AI technology in Spotify. And and if you think about the, you know, the onset from that, that could mean, um, you know, you have more people at your, your concerts, you have more people buying your albums and, and other merchandise and supporting you as well. So, um, you know, some some artists see positives and negatives of the streaming platform, but you really have to consider it like listening to music on the radio. It's a, it's a way to be heard uh, to reap some bigger rewards down the track. Now, QR code data, this is always up for discussion, mm-hmm. and I see New South Wales has made some changes in this space. Yeah, they've followed along with uh, Western Australia and Victoria uh, putting in policies to prevent policing agencies uh, who have decided to sort the access of this check-in data, um, basically, you know, preventing them from being able to use it for the means of uh, crime investigation. The Service New South Wales One-Stop Access to Government Services Amendment, which is the COVID-19 Information Privacy Bill, cleared the Upper House in New South Wales on Friday. Uh, and strengthens privacy protections behind these QR check-in datas, which means they can only be used for the purposes which they were collected. And that's to, I guess, basically analyse the number of people who might have been at a particular address during a period in time where someone might have been a a close contact to COVID-19. So the check-in data in in these three states at least uh, will be firmed up to only be used for the purposes of COVID-19 tracking, which, you know, is is what it was intended. Of course, that doesn't stop, um, you know, the potential uh, issues that businesses face when other third parties 
parties put QR codes up in their business businesses and try and fool people into scanning those, which has occurred on a few occasions in the last couple of months as well. So um, we all need to be wary, um, but, you know, understand that these are a, a common occurrence and will continue for some time. Thanks for being on the program. What's your website once again? We talk tech at techwrap.net. Thank you very much, Trent Gaddies. They are program tech up. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.